Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered tube buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. Welcome to the show. This is episode one. We are going to be basically interviewing Ian more or less to get an idea of how he started in four-wheeling and where he's at now. So it should be a pretty good episode because he's got lots of stories and lots of doll hairs spent. All of all of them. All of the doll all hairs. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting in his, uh, well, somewhat what looks like an RC room, but over to my right is a set of 43-inch stickies on beadlocks, and got over some, to got some his left, there's another set of stickies. You can't see those, but that's okay. So, all right, so let's just kick right off to it. Uh, how did you get started in forwarding? Who got you into it and, and whatnot? Oh, boy. So, back in the day when the forums were good, um, we met up with a bunch of guys, on full-size Chevy for him, and we had a meet in, I think it was March. It was pretty early, pretty early in the year, because well, it might have been January, because it was cold. It was super cold, but everybody's schedule worked out. So it was a bunch of guys met up. Um, pretty good turnout. I think we had like 15, 10, 15 guys from all over the area. Uh, met up, full-size Chevys. We did cool stuff with body lifts and 33s back in the day. <laughs> Uh, that was the thing to do. If you had a body left in 33s, you were like balling. I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was epic. Yep. Um, so we met up. Pause due to poor connection. Oh, we're live again. Sorry. The internet's broken. (laughs) Uh, we broke the internet. We did something. For those of you listening to the podcast, we're currently streaming live on the, uh, on the interwebs. On the internet. On internet. Oh, Jesus. On Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) We're on all of it. We're on our Instagram page at total underscore off-road underscore podcast on IG. Go give us a like, share, follow, uh, share us with your friends. Anyway, back to what you're saying. Uh, 33s and a body lift. So we were doing body lift stuff. I think the first time we hung out, the first time I did like that whole thing was I just put a body lift on and was like... I was like the end all be all. It was, I mean, you were cool. Who talked to you into putting a body um, lift on? The internet. Okay. The, the internet teaches you. Web wheeling before you were yeah, web wheeling. Before you were web wheeling. <laughs> yep. So that was kind of where it started. We bought a half ton. It was a half ton uh, extended cab, short bed Chevy. So we did all that and then we kind of started talking about. What year was, what year was the truck? It's a 97. Okay. 97. Um, wasn't anything special, but it worked. Um, and then we started trying to. That went from like let's stand around and look at our trucks to like hey let's go over to the Badlands and that was I think it's probably about a couple hours for most people yeah or in the group there to go so it was kind of I'd never done it before and went sure let's go so we did that and uh, we this bunch of us took our full size trucks to the Badlands. <laughs> Go a little off-roading, and uh, I mean, we were doing, it's fun to look, I just looked back through some pictures the other day, and it's it's neat to see the the stuff you were going over, uh, the, the obstacles and stuff you go over, because the Badlands hasn't changed much for the last 10 years. Right. And uh, so you see the, some of the same obstacles, you know how big they are, you know what you've drove over with currently, and it's like... Oh, I remember struggling to get over that rock, and now you don't. It's not even an obstacle now, yeah. and it's it's kind of funny. <clears throat> so we started doing the whole full size wheeling with. We didn't have winches. We didn't have. We had thirty foot toe straps. We ended up with more trucks stuck, trying to get other trucks unstuck. I mean, but hey, we were off roading, doing the thing. Um, 
So I did that in the early 2000s, or 2010, geez, 2000s. Not early, that was, Not early 2000s. That was way <laughs> uh, Did that for a while. And uh, the problem with that is full-size Chevys on body less than 33s do not float. Um, That's so, weird. Yeah, they sink pretty good. <laughs> um, so basically what happened, We I think it was the second trip out, did, uh, you know, bombing around and some, some wheeling, and um, got some water in the cab, probably six, seven inches of water in the cab. Ooh. Sat there for a little while waiting for him to get out because uh, it was stuck. And um, ended up with, Jeez. I think it ended up tearing third gear out of the trans, the old 4L60. Yeah. Solid, reliable. Six to seven inches in the cab. Yeah, it was. On a three-inch body lift. Yeah, it was floating. Dude, the bell housing was underwater. It was floating. Oh, and, of yeah. course, you know, you didn't know that you had to extend your vent lines or, <laughs> or really anything. You just had a body lift in 33s, so you were wheeling. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Quality stuff. Yeah. So ended up tearing. This is why I bought a Jeep. Yeah. So you should buy a Jeep. <laughs> it's cheaper. It's, it's smarter. You look less dumb. Uh, um, but, yeah, ended up with water in the tranny, and it was about a two-and-a-half-hour normal drive home. Ended up having a buddy and his friend who lived where I used to, or live now, I guess, because uh, I didn't live here then. They had to drive home, drive all the way back, pull my truck with a little utility trailer because we camped the whole like weekend and like to pack a lot of crap. Towed that thing all the way, two and a half, three hours, normal drive it took. God only knows how long it actually took to get back home. Well, like the, the battery on the truck was dead. Yeah, from having the flashers on. Jeez. That's how long it took to draw to drag this thing. I, it was eighty miles. Yeah. So ever since that, that was my experience. That's why I'm not an overlander. I cannot. You're that doing was it wrong. like I was done. I was done <laughs> after that. I was like, I got a trailer. Everything like you put the trailer on the trailer. I is just couldn't do it. So then I was like, I will not go off roading in my day because I was daily driving that truck too at the time. So it was like, oh, it sucked. So then you had yeah, to work. So what did you have to do when you got home? I didn't even remember. Uh, Thank God. I think it was just locked out of your mind. It was, it was just bad. <laughs> just forget all those years. Uh, um, but it, yeah. So that's the thing because you're, you're daily driving it. It was bad. Right. Do we have some people following? Uh, a little Tadlock's following us. He's not and doing much. Four on a mud. Four on a mud clan is still following us. I should have got to get in real close and see. Who's <laughs> lighting though? <laughs> <laughs> this is, it makes us look better. <laughs> Oh, but uh, so after that, did the whole I will not go wheeling without a trail rig. I was on the like trail rig, I drank the Kool Aid. I drank the Kool Aid on the ride home. Yeah, I drank it. That you did. It was bad. Whole gallon. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I always had a like a, a thing for, for old Toyota pickups. So I always wanted to build. I've a always Toyota. wondered how you like acquired that truck. I just, it's just something about the way. And honestly, the one thing that sticks out is the the fender line. Is I mean, so you certainly don't have to explain to me what line. you loved about the yep. Toyota. I just didn't. That's I never what, heard the story is how you actually like how you acquired it. Like, did you just get on the internet and find it? So where did it come from? I want to say I found a guy down. It was like an hour south of me. Was selling a Toyota pickup. And it had no bed. It had no floors. I think it had a 22R, mm-hmm. I believe, because it was an 85. So right. it was the last year for the straight axle. We don't want to tell them what you did to it. Oh, it had, it, it was, <laughs> it was bad. So we brought it home, cut the frame in half, uh, full back half. 
Um, that was where, but to the worst part with that is I had like big dreams, but I had no tools. Mm-hmm. You can't build a damn truck without sure a tube bender. Uh, no, you, you, know, just, you, need need a, you just need a, a tube bender. Grinder and a welder. Oh, man. So that's all you need. I had big dreams. So you you call big, your buddies to go bend a tube dream. <laughs> uh, so that ended up, that ended up getting cut in half. I had like, I think I had a small block Chevy in it originally. Oh, really? Yeah, but uh-huh. I never actually like finished that engine. I bought right. it. I don't know. You buy like, back then you buy like the rotating assembly and you're like, I got the engine, you know, you uh-huh. didn't have to buy all the pieces, but, and then got like the LS bug. So then ended up with an LS instead of the small block mm-hmm. that turned into buying a tube bender, buying a tube notcher, plasma, I'm like new welder, all this crap. I think that would have been about that had to be somewhere just before we met. Yeah. Yeah, because yep, you been. had the you had the welder and you had the tube bender before yep. we got before we became friends. And that was the thing. I think I ended up with the truck and it sat for a little while, and then bought the tube bender. Then you got to figure out how to use the tube bender. <laughs> and, uh, See, that's what always got uh, me. I just you buy the tools and you're like, yeah, it should work. Yep. And then you got they don't come with a manual. At least nobody's going to read the manual anyway. Right. Um, so I did that. Bent the full as a full back half. Um, Exo cage, four link in the rear, leaf sprung in the front. Ran out of money, I guess. I don't know. I was yeah. trying to think of why I left it leaf sprung up front. Because everybody talked you into it. Like, oh, you need, need leaf springs for stability. Yep. So I did that. Uh, I had an LS. Uh, Dana 44 in the front, though. Uh, I had 39 fives, bead locks. Did some, like, DIY weld-on bead locks. Let's see what else did I have. Like, coilovers in the rear. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Who are those? I can't remember the name of those. Uh, pro fenders. Pro fenders. Yep. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to spend some more. I said I never spent enough time like dialing in the spring rates and stuff. Right. Because the truck came out lighter in the rear than I thought it would, but you just have to guess with that, I guess, until you get done. I right. don't know how you buy spring rates ahead of time, but I did. <laughs> Usually, yes, yeah, send those. It sounded good. Yeah. People on the internet, you know, playing yeah. in. So got all that done. Will that for a few years, and then it kind of. I don't know. I really honestly have no reason on why that truck went bye-bye. And people ask all the time, like, what'd you do that for? And I'm like, I don't know. No clue. Yeah. I just kind of like, I feel like you learn some stuff on the first one you build. And you want to, man, if I could start over and, mm-hmm. and do it again. But you can. But you can. <laughs> and that's the best part. Is they, make, part. they make new trucks every day. They do. So took that thing out to pasture. And yeah. then uh, Did you wield it once? Twice. Twice. Two and a half times maybe. Yeah. The problem with that truck was Tag the flight. front axle. That too. <laughs> we'll get to that. The front axle was running because I was running relief springs up front with they were the rear. The the popular thing was the rear leaf springs, you move them to the front mm-hmm. and they offset the pin. The pins offset like four, five, six inches, something like right. that. So it moves the axle forward. Well the problem is moves the Toyota axle forward mm-hmm. you put a Chevy 44 up front that's low pinion mm-hmm. your pinion's pointing at the ground okay it's bad yeah so my driveline angle was terrible I remember that and you broke the- and so I could not keep a front drive shaft in that right at all and it was to the point where I think I do I remember driving it I think it had like two sets of degreed shims in it Oh and we God. needed another one or something because the double card end yeah. was pinched, and we figured that out like the night before. 
four-wheel parts over in Indianapolis had these like eight-degree shims that we were going to stick in this leaf spring pack to hopefully make it this trip. So I drove so like to, it looks like a giant, yeah, like a giant piece like of pie three inches of wedged into pie, this thing. Three slices Holy of pie. Cow. Uh, three drove, slices. Drove like four hour round trip to Indy in the middle of the night to get these. I think they were eight degree shims because everybody else would sell you like a four or five degree. Mm-hmm. But nobody with intelligence would sell you an eight in, eight degree shim because it's just, just you have other problems. See, I just I just skipped that all together after my first set of shims. I just stopped doing the shim thing. I literally just took the leaf spring off. Took a piece of quarter inch plate, welded it to one end of the perch, and then put a little nub under the other side to get my degrees. So you did logical things. I did logical things. Yeah, yeah punched a hole through. Like yep. there, it's fixed. Uh, I'll, I'll probably <laughs> I had to learn that. I need to grab a picture of that because I still have that axle. But it is literally, it's like one of those not proud moments. But you're like, yeah, but it's still cool. It was like three <laughs> shims, and we weld. It's, like, it's like when you put six sets of spacers on yes, some stance. but we welded them all together. <laughs> oh, you we did. Welded they were sealed. It was yes. Okay. Because the worst part was we're like, what if these all spit out of here? Exactly. That's well, what. Well, that's gonna have. be a bad day. So we just welded all that shit together. I think. Don't quote me, but they might be welded to the leaf spring purge too. Nice. Don't know. But that's how you keep from. That's how you day. try it. So then you end up that you forget to weld a couple things and your four-link bar comes out from under the truck. And uh, I had more zip ties, or not zip ties, probably had zip ties too, but had a lot of ratchet straps holding the rear suspension into the truck than I did holding it onto the trailer. That's when you know you had a good time. That's when you or know you that you attack life. Well, but a couple of things. So, <laughs> so you got to learn the hard way sometimes. Oh, you know? man. Uh, it's one of those things you wish you could go back and redo, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So, you are redoing yep. it. Much better. Yep. I hope you weld That's this a, one. I weld a lot. You got of a lot more doll hairs in this one. All the dollars. Yeah. Um, so then I've always liked mini trucks. But I just don't do the like bag mini trucks. Not that they're not cool. You should Never do like, own one. You should do like Dave. My dirthead Dave. This is going to be bagged like for off-road. Off-road bags. Have so you that's seen the that? best of both worlds. I feel like we talked about this. He's got trailing arms on it, and it's got bags in the rear. So instead of like a coilover, it is an airbag. It is an airbag, which packages much better. Rides probably not. Well, oh, I don't know. I rides assume great. rides nicer. Yeah, he's got it on the trailing arms, so he's probably got... So the bag itself is a dominator, so they've got uh, 11 and a half inches of travel. Like, for their two and a half inches tall at compression and 13 and a half inches tall at, at full extension. And you can so, adjust your ride height to whatever. And he's got it, yeah, and he's got it set on the trailing arm. So, I don't know how many inches of travel he's got in the rear. A bunch. You have to do engineer things to figure that out. Yeah, a bunch, I would say. Why isn't that more <clears throat> popular? Um, I don't know. I'm waiting to see how it comes out for him. I mean, I could but, get it. It probably doesn't work the best, like, high speed, like, well, you put whoops, shocks on but, it. yeah. I mean, no different than, yeah. But I would say, like, for trail crawling, I think that would be badass. Here's what I was thinking about. If you put, so say you did four bags on it, you know, all four corners on bags, and you put a leveling system on it, like a normal leveling system. Like air ride. Yeah, like your normal air ride. Um, yep. I can't think. AccuAir does one, I believe. Yep. You put that on there, and you cross the rear bags, and you cross the front bags, so when, so that your leveling is on opposing corners. Okay, opposing sides anyway. Yep, yep. So when you go up on an obstacle, say your left rear tire picks up, the leveler wants to add air to it because it's no longer level, right? Yep. So it starts adding air to the tire that's drooping. So it basically adds it pushes like it down a, like an active and as the stop, and as the other side droops, it thinks that it needs to 
lower the air pressure because the because the ride the leveler thinks that it's too high. So as you would do it, it would literally lower the air in the tire that's going up and and raise the air in the bag that's going down. It's a self wheeler. It's an autom- it automated. Would, wheeler. It would just it would always try to keep you as flat as possible. You'd be able to flex down a rock and your vehicle would just be sitting flat, just level. Well, it could be an interesting concept. We should Wouldn't try it? this. Add yeah, it to the we budget should try list. Okay, yeah, just write that down. Yep, we'll add that. <laughs> when, the, when the budget grows, right. we will be uh, building that. On our tangent. That's interesting. I was, I was telling Dave, I was kind of like messaging Dave about that the other day, and I'm like, do I really try to explain this over a message? Probably not. But if anybody knows Dirthead Dave, check it, send this send this to him because I want to. I got questions. I think it would work. I don't know how we'll much bring fun the we'll bring the crayons. We'll figure some stuff out. Bring the crayons. We'll get her knocked out. Yep. Yep. All right. So back to uh, oh, wheeling. Got rid of. So you got the, rid of the mini truck. The mini truck. So yep. the mini truck's gone. What? And that was in what? 2015. Is that yep. what you said? Yep. Okay. So then what? So you now you have no rig. Truck. New mini truck. New mini truck. All right. I think I actually went wheeling once in between there with somebody. I went like off roading with somebody and was like, I need a new rig. Now. That sounds about right. Yeah, it kickstarts the fire. Yes, but I always liked S ten truggies. Like I uh, know mm-hmm. that was just like the cool thing to have. Seen a couple cool. Well, ones right around that, that time would have been when Ian was building. Ian and yep, Jesse were they building built that, one. that. What the hell was it called? It was like that lime green. Uh huh. I didn't have Beautiful name. Yeah, so that was going on. There was a few on pirate that uh, you would follow, and uh, were pretty well. Like you know, people responded to it well. So you're like, obviously, that's cool. Uh, that was really before the like tube chassis rock bouncer thing even started because I mean total took off anyway yeah, yeah. and uh, so that was I mean it, the cool thing to do is cab truck combo here you go yeah so that's what I wanted to do I wanted to do like an S10 truggy and so that's what we were going to do but I had learned some lessons from the Toyota build so I yeah. was going to put it on leaf springs I think it was on 63 inch Chevy lease in the rear whatever 40 50 some inch stock leaf springs in the front all i wanted was i wanted a clean rust-free cab rust-free body panels rust-free frame because i was going to leaf spring it i was going to leave it alone drop the ls in it turbo 400 241 14 bolt in the rear dana 44 in the front keep it on like a 39 inch tire just just drive it yeah yeah. Like, we went on a one-and-a-half, one-and-a-half, we'll call it one-and-a-half <laughs> wheeling trips because Dana 44 does not like being on full hydro, LS-powered. Didn't do well. Didn't do well? It kept eating axle shafts, mm. which, I mean... See, I didn't make it on these trips. Who'd you go with? Oh, man. One was with TD. We went once there. Um... They were so short. Um, I want to say I went with the 4 by fools on one run. There was, I don't remember what, I don't remember what exactly the like holiday was, but I uh, went with them on a run and followed a bunch of Jeeps around, and it was horrible because I, of course, <laughs> like, you see a rock garden, and you're like, I got to go play on these rocks, and they're like, well, we'll sit here and watch you play on these rocks. And then Dana 44 happens and you're broken axle shafts. So the next thing you know, now you're the big dumb truck driving around with one and a half wheel driver, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> uh, trying to keep up with these Jeeps that are like two foot shorter because the damn thing came out way taller than oh, I had ever planned. It was like mud truck, like it bomb was, truck yeah, tall. straight mud truck tall. So you're like two foot. There was a couple points we were going under some trees. I'm like, I ain't going to fit. Like This thing is coming in the bottom of the windshield. It's, it's not going to go around. <laughs> 
Uh, it was <laughs> the bad. Jeep goes right underneath yeah. it. And it was honestly, it was slightly embarrassing just because you're like, I can do better than this. Like yeah. this is this is just amateur hour. Like this kind of yeah, this shouldn't happen. So you had some early two thousands truck tendencies. Yeah, going on. with yeah. that that forty four was a limiting factor. I think if I'd have kept at least from it flexed for days, I had probably forty some inches of flex under each tire because wow. it was so damn tall. Mm-hmm. I mean, the height didn't bother me as much as the front axle was just. It wasn't. It just wouldn't work with these yeah. and full hydro LS. Right. It was. It was just not enough. So, my solution to this, I've always wanted to build a steer fourteen bolt. Like, love Dana sixties. Think they're great, but I always had this like idea about. Oh, oh gosh! But that in that live battery. Low battery. What low the battery. apple? That's what happens when you get. Who we got on there? We got anybody, anybody good? Oh. Yeah, give him a wave. Got a wave to the wife. Uh oh. Wave to her. She's Who else? watching us. Bet my wife's not Off watching. Off for garage podcast. Oh hey, it's what's going on, guys? Yeah. Off for garage is still on there. Yep, still on. Nice. Nope. Who is it? Who do we have in there? Is that uh, Chupa TJ? Dana forty four and forties is balls. You know it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. Uh, it worked because you <laughs> had it, and that's about all. It was it was scrap weight. <laughs> it was scrap weight. Hey, I'm gonna do it. We got Jim. We got Jim. We got Jim. That's what I was wondering. Yep, Jim. Hey, Jim. I like what you do. You are a big part of why I started this idea of starting a podcast. So I appreciate you. Uh, And you're probably gonna get a message from me at some point, wanting to come up and two track with you, especially in some snow. So. Oh, they do snow wheeling. Well, he goes two tracking up northern Michigan. Huh. Yeah, that overland thing that you didn't want to do. Yeah, I want to do that. No. Yeah, I'm about that life. I don't hate the life. I just I see you just had a bad experience. I can't finish one rig, let alone have two. (laughs) So no, no, I'm gonna take the one that I have that's built for rock crawling and overland it. That's fine, but you don't drive to work on Monday. I hope not. That's the goal. I wouldn't mind it though. I hate it. Yeah. So, all right. So back to the deets. Back to the deets more deets uh so the front axle so to rectify said toothpick in the front end (laughs) we uh i've always wanted to build the steer 14 bolt think it's neat the fab behind it is neat and that was now at the hell it's more common than a dana 60 in a in a buggy build um but it wasn't back then um it was still new products were just coming out you know nobody sold like here's your 14 bolt steer you can buy i just saw um, Jake Berkey, mm-hmm. did you see that post? Had two flatbed two trailers, trailers yeah, two gooseneck trailers yep. just stacked. Yep. There's like fifty some. Yeah. Oh my Steer fourteen. Yeah, that's the way to go. Fifty some fourteen bolts for the junkyard. That center section Stupid. is beef. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it is literally perfect. Right. You couldn't fab the center section better. So why even bother? Take the center section, you retube it, put some knuckles on it, you you're done. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yep. Just real easy. Yeah, throw a lot of, just write a check. Just, just, <laughs> just write, write a check. A check. Um, so yeah, so did the whole building that, because that was my plan, was to just stick it back under, leave spring it, you know, leave everything else alone. Um, built a steer 14 for it. That thing is beef. I, I would like to weigh it. I don't know how to weigh it. I have no idea on how to weigh it. Throw in the bed of the truck. I yeah, I'd throw it. I mean, you're not gonna throw it far. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, so I you throw it in the truck, thing. go weigh the go weigh it, oh, and then come no. back, take it out, and go weigh the truck again. I don't lift it. 
We use that paint thing you got. Oh, it was paint. It didn't like picking that thing up. Because <laughs> it's got, it's fully trussed with the Artec. I think it's like quarter inch, five eighths yeah, plate combo. And then I added some to mount the tr- the hydro steering to put some tube on. Oh, God. This Dude. is a lot of weight. It's beefy. Yeah. Even, I, you think it was 800 pounds? I bet it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. I bet it's heavy. <laughs> uh, it's, it's heavy. Imagine uh, that. So built that. And that whole plan, the whole time, was to just throw that in with the leaf springs. Um and just replace the 44 and then just go wheel it. And then I blame the internet for the stickies. Um, yeah. Because the, the the internet says that you have to have stickies to be cool. Last time I checked, yeah. Yep. We still low battering over there? We're at 10%. Jeez, oh. that Apple battery life. Man, you gotta get a charger. Nah, they're overrated. They're overrated? We're going to keep this thing going. We'll keep it going. Uh, we can. Anybody new come on there? Yeah. No, there's only, what does that mean? There's only three people watching. That's it? Three people? Shh. Who we got? I don't know. Who's I left in there? Technology. There we oh, there we go. Oh, the wife's still watching. The wife's she still watching. Asleep. She fell asleep. Claudia, thanks for joining in. All right. Deuces on the, on the live feed. All right. We're getting out of here for live feed. Thanks for watching. Not for the podcast. Share. You guys stick around. Send it. This is our teaser. Is you going to end that or what? I have no idea how to end the damn thing. Oh, there's the end button. <laughs> All right. We got that under control. That's the first time. Share to story. We are not going to edit. I'm not editing this podcast. No. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to edit that out unless for some reason it sounds really terrible. It shouldn't. We so sound great. As long as that sounds good, we're going to leave that in there. And you guys are going to love it. I'm pretty sure. We need like an ask Instagram post. Actually, so on there you can put a poll on our on Instagram, Instagram page. And we're gonna, that's one of the things I want to do in this podcast is yep. put on the poll. So what do you want to put on the poll? I don't know. I'll okay. think about a poll. We'll come up with something. Yeah, we'll come up with something. And when it releases, we'll try to we'll put uh, a couple things up on the poll that day. Then we can discuss the poll results. Yep. Nobody will join in. The oh. three listeners. So now we got to talk about the stickies. The stickies. Yeah, the internet I like stickies. I like the happened. idea of stickies. Minus that hole when they freeze, they crack. Oh, shit. They're just, just so sticky. They're, well, they're I, I haven't wheeled with them yet. They look badass in the garage or the room we're sitting in. That they do, but uh, they smell good. Um, they smell good. But yeah, so then I bought some, bought some stickies. Went from a thirty-nine-five uh, to a forty-three sticky, and kind of just went all out, I guess. Because the next thing you know, we were cutting the back of the truck off, ditching the leaf springs. Full. I, I had built a. Tube front frame from about the firewall forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about firewall forward went full tube because that 14-bolt center section up front was massive. Um, kind of had it all sitting on jack stands. Kind of saw it all coming together. Yeah. And this was still in the driveway, wasn't it? Yep, it was yeah. in the driveway. Um, but it was tall. It was going to come out tall again. Yeah. And I know after the Toyota... I think around. we had what was it? it was measured up like what twenty eight inches at the belly or something like that was gonna be. It was tall. It was tall. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was more than twenty eight. It had to have been more than twenty eight. Really? That seemed manageable at twenty eight. It was stupid. I mean, it was it was gonna manageable come tall at twenty eight. Yeah. Ha. Um, it was tall truck land at twenty eight, but uh, so we basically. 
I kind of just stopped working on it for a little while because it wasn't coming out exactly. You were already kind of like, well, I wish it was a little lower. I wish it was, you know, this. And you're like, whoa, this is what happened. You're kind of like flashbacks back to the Toyota where you're like, if I'd have done this right, done it how I learned, I wouldn't redo it. And I don't plan on getting rid of this one right away. So I kind of did some research trying to figure out how I could get the truck lower. And that's where it all went really south. Yeah, that um, snowball snowballed quick. Yeah, it went downhill. In a good, <laughs> I went good way downhill, I think. You had to get in the internet. But the internet happened. Yeah, so it's a good downhill. I had been friends with Josh for a few years on Facebook and kind of had seen him do some stuff. He just does, like, you know, stuff on the side. This and, is Josh uh, Wolf. Josh Wolf, yep, with Wolf Fabworks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I kind of followed him and kind of, you know, talked back and forth a little bit. Um, over the years of seeing him build, you know, all kinds of, you know, different projects and stuff off-road related and done really good work and was always kind of like really new, you know, knowledgeably new stuff. And he said, the only way you're going to get that as low as you want to get it is cut the firewall and move the engine back. And I'm like, all right, that sounds simple enough. Sure. So next thing you know, you're out there cutting the firewall (laughs) out, moving the engine back and, uh, trying to mock everything up on jack stands and whatnot. Next thing you know, we're cutting some more of the floor out, more of the firewall. I think we ended up quitting cutting when we were cutting into the wiper, like, cowl in the top, and, like, the whole floor at this point is pretty much gone to get everything set right. Um, So somewhere in there we decided, or I decided to go with a doubler, with a 203-205 doubler instead of the... 241 I always wanted to build one of those too so that's kind of a fun fab project mm-hmm. um so the next thing you know I was just kind of done I was like I am over my head as far as like I can see what I want I will not s- compromise what I want but I don't know how to take it from nothing to make it what I want like I could finish it or I could kind of start doing some tube stuff drawing right. some tube chassis stuff but I could not I don't know it's probably just lack of ability and and never done it build a full tube chassis without some kind of guidance or help or suggestion yeah. or start really so uh, but I could see it in my head how I wanted it and uh, so that's where he stepped in again and uh we partnered up and did. I hauled all my junk down there with some tube, and he uh, worked some magic and did a sure. killer, killer job on some tube chassis. So on what is now the yeah. body dropped, the dime piece buggy. Yep. So basically, <laughs> body dropped a S10 cab onto a full tube chassis. Um, See, you do like doing mini truck things. Oh, mini truck things are great when they got 43-inch <laughs> stickies on them, you know. But, uh, so, Body yeah, so, I mean, the lines on the chassis flow from the front to the back. It's, I mean, that's one thing I know he said he prides himself on is not having a lot of dead stops in, in his tube work because it looks better. It and does. the first time I saw the chassis where the front shock hoop that comes up from the frame, out the, out the hood, back through the hood, down under the cab and down on the rocker. and then through the rock like down on the, on the rocker panel and then comes back up and is also your rear shock mount yeah and all ties in beautifully I was just mind blown I mean it's the the level of work is is top notch yeah um, 
Then the fun part started when he got done and kicked it back down the road because then I got to finish it. And that's where we're at now is just taking my time. Finally got it inside from the garage for the winter. Working on getting, I mean, it's every little thing. The worst part is right now with seat mounts. I mean, the the (laughs) problem with the seat mount is the seat mount sets how far you want to put the dash away from the seat, which says where you want your shifters to go, which says where you want your floor to go. And it's just like. Just pick a location. Yep. So eventually, that's what I found. You have to eventually, (laughs) you just got to stick with it and say, yeah, the damn seat's going right here and build it around it. Yep. But uh, I've got some front and rear. It's got front and rear winches are done. Uh, Radiator's pretty much done. Need to finish that up a little bit. Uh, Let's see what else. Need some axle shafts. Anybody want to donate a set of RCV 14-volt steer? Product tester. (laughs) Product tester. My problem with that is I need to decide whether I want to go rcv or not like do you just bite the bullet like buy once cry twice or do you just (laughs) know buy once cry three times the worst part is last time i priced them out and i don't remember exact number but they were only like a couple hundred bucks more than a set of dana 60 chrome no they're not like it's not that far off it's really that's the everybody used to bitch about oh the axle shafts are so expensive for a 14 Mm -hmm. bolt steer no they're not everything else about a 14 bolt steer is freaking expensive Mm -hmm. but uh what do you do so like they're like thirty five hundred bucks for RCVs. Yeah, they're ballpark, ballpark. Mm-hmm. but I don't know what an RCV sixty set costs, but it ain't that much more. I don't think it's or much, much less. You know? I don't think it's a whole lot different. And uh, that's what's messed up. It's not that much more expensive. It's one of those things. So like right now, with your current setup, you're not gonna have enough power. Likely not gonna have enough power to break a set of standard chromos. That would be the goal. But you never know. You never know. Like, what if you get a wild hair up your ass and you go buy a supercharger? Cam swap. Yeah, or supercharger. Turbo. <laughs> supercharger. The possibilities, really. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. And I'm going to blame the internet. That's mm-hmm. going to be the internet's fault. That sounds good to me. Yep. But, yep. That's uh, usually what the problem is. Yeah, That's why I have uh, 40s. It, it's because good. the internet. Just stay off the internet. Sometimes it'll do, you, it'll do your wallet a favor or three. Because hashtag 38 and a half doesn't, just doesn't sound as cool. They're not sticky, so I'll They're tell you not that. They're They could have been. Coming from the internet. Had, I jumped, had I jumped on that? Yeah. That's the poll. That's the poll question. Yeah? Stickies or 38 fives? Or 38 fives? Yep. <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question because he doesn't stickies like stickies. Stickies or not stickies? The problem is not the sticky. The problem is the drive line doesn't agree with the sticky oh yeah it you have to build work. your drive line to handle a sticky yeah i mean there is it's it's a that's it's a huge gap. Of the yeah you can't put you can put a 43 inch tire you can put the same tire and non-sticky and probably not have a problem you go sticky <laughs> game over, over. <laughs> so what do you do I, you just buy stickies and then start buying all the hard parts. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna ride around on the street with the stickies and look when you're cool. building but so like when you're building a trailer what I would call a trail, what you could call a trailer queen. Oh, yeah. One thing is trailer to and from the, you know, it's a a dedicated trail rig. Yep. When you're building that, you know, it's how big do you want to go? Like, stickies isn't a big deal because you're not driving on the street. It's no big deal. And that's why it's, it's crazy. That's why I love off-roading because (laughs) you can go any, I mean, you could drive your stock Jeep right off the dealer lot and, and I've done it. I have not personally done it. I've been out wheeled by people that have done it. Um, I don't <laughs> remember. Bad. I don't remember where we went, but I, I'm. I remember his rig wasn't done. He brought his I was girlfriend's Jeep, and he outwheeled the hell out of everybody. 
all weekend. Must I'm like, this is crap. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I try to block these memories out. But I like his girlfriend's Jeep outwheeled the hell out of everybody the whole weekend. I'm like, this is crap. I built this damn thing to outwheel everything. And here I am, a stock Jeep on like Fail. all train tires just showing us up. Yep. But that's the awesome thing. You love watching people get into it and overlanding and camping. And I like that whole concept of it. I just like one bad experience has ruined it. And I'm like trailer queen. I'm hooked. I got a nice daily, got a trailer. <clears throat> I found this YouTube. Done. I found this YouTube channel called Mountain State uh, Overland. And dude. Epicness oh, It's not even epicness. It's like, I don't even know why I am so hooked on it. Other than the fact that, okay, so Jim, the one, the guy that was just in there. Yep. That tuned into us from Off-Road Garage one Podcast. Three listeners. A little, a little plug to Off-Road Garage Podcast. If you guys like, um, Jim's a hell of a storyteller. So if you guys like off-roading and like listening to guys talk about off-roading i strongly recommend you go listen to off-road the off-road garage podcast um they're out of michigan two cool dudes and jim just he i guess you would call him an overlander but he's really just kind of an adventurer where he just wants to go up on the two tracks he wants to go up north of michigan and go forward and dude every time he tells a story about doing this I'm like, yes. Like, is my shit done? Dude. Because I'm going to pack my bags, man. I'm going to go up there and we'll find Jim. I'm going to say, let's go north. Yep. Because, uh, so, what it is about that that gets me going is, like, the adventure. So, like, I'm not going to a park to just go four-wheeling park and then go back to the... lot on motor yep, yep, Go four-wheeling. Up some hills. Which, don't get me wrong, yep. I love it. Yep. And I love trail riding. And so, like, but then these guys are like, man, we go... So, overlanding. Mm-hmm. They don't just go to a park and go around the park and then go back to the parking lot and you know or Camp back to the campground drive home and all these that these guys yeah. get on a trail run that trail until they get to their where they decide to camp for the night unpack their stuff you know cook dinner all this stuff so they are none camping. of their shit's broken yeah well I don't uh, know what that's dude. like I'm always, <laughs> I'm always trying to weld an axle shaft so I was watching Mountain State Overland and they are doing some trails over in like Virginia and stuff and so they they're get, out east then uh, well, well yeah, I guess I mean, out that way. Yeah, I guess that's where they're from. Um, I don't know a whole lot. I've only watched a few episodes from them, but they're doing this trail and they're like, and the guy that owns the place or, or whatever, it is a park, but it's real big. Huh. And, uh, they go out on this trail or whatever and they get into some hairy situations. Something that you or I in our rigs would just kind of go around. These dudes are in like Toyota truck and Toyota pickups and Toyota, um, Four runners. Well, I'm like 35s, 37s. No. 32s. 32s. Yeah. Dude, like, I'll tell you, that's... I mean, the thing is, like, I look back to the, you know, make fun of the 33s and the body lift, but, like, a damn rock in the parking lot was a challenge. You know, yeah. like, you had oh, to work. Dude. Same concept applies when you're in the hell of a built rig, but... You can just walk over bigger stuff. Bigger but, stuff, I yeah. Mean, the, you got to go find the, bigger things yeah, to play the, on. Yeah, the whole perk of wheeling is to look at an obstacle. I don't care if it's a wall, a ledge, a creek, whatever. I'm going to look at an obstacle, yeah. and I'm going to drive over it, under it, through it, whatever. Yeah. That's the goal. That's it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you don't have to be on 40s or 43 stickies, but at the same time, like— yeah, I think you honestly, I think you limit yourself when you build a full blown tube chassis rig. rig on yeah. stickies. I you mean, you just gotta go find more crazy yeah. stuff. To you get gotta out. find harder stuff, right? And I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but the cool thing you could build a rig on 32s, 33s, yep. 35s, build think, the hell out I of it, and you go have fun. I think 33 to 35 is a good 
It's just a good round sweet spot. It is. It's the sweet spot. You're not breaking stuff all the time. You're not spending outlandish money. Still to, got good ground clearance if you do it you right. You got good ground clearance. Yep. And then yep. you have, uh, you've got enough to be able to go virtually anywhere you need to yeah. go yep. for the most part and have a good time doing it. I mean, right. it's still going to be a challenge. It's not going to be a so you're going to get to everything right. apart. Right. And that's yep. why you have a winch. Yep. Yep. And that's like, and that's one of the things if you're going to do crazy trails on an, on a smaller rig. So these guys, they got on this thing, and I think they had winches, but nothing to winch to on this mm-hmm. obstacle. They stacked like twelve max tracks Jeez. to get this thing set up high enough, <laughs> like to get over this one like rock, because the ledge was like twenty four inches. Good lord! And they're trying to get him up, but they got him up. But he said, "Well, it took us like two hours to go three hundred yards." Huh. I was like, "Oh my god." But hey, hey, but that's the adventure. That's so at the, the end of the day, yeah. they get everybody through it. They get to the top. They pull out all their gear. Nothing's broke. Probably nobody's not. Nobody's hurt. Yep. Nobody's hurt. Nobody died. Nobody's tired. Like nobody's maybe wore out, but not yeah. like crazy. But it's, the, it's see, that's the fun of it. And I don't know if I could, if I could have a dream world, that'd be it. I'd have my badass <laughs> buggy in the one corner and I'd <laughs> have a nice overlanding. <laughs> like I would love to do. Right, here we go again. Another S10 pickup on like 33s, 35s, solid axle. But leave the damn drivetrain alone. Yeah. Like leave the LS at home, you know, all that. And right. just go. I mean, even if you don't even overland it, even if you just go wheel in a, in, on the in wheel, yeah, just I would around. love to go buy another half ton Chevy um, on 33s and a body lift on IFS and wheel the hell out of it. I'm going to tell you right now. I think it'd be fun. Taking the Liberty out. I bet that's the same concept. eye opener. Yep. Absolutely same concept. awesome because you go out and you're way smaller yep. than anybody else. People are looking at you like you're crazy because you're out there in a yep. Liberty. I mean, so you this are. Is, you we are. Go to the, we go to the Badlands. Times. Uh, is our like closest park? It's like sixty miles away. Home base. It's home base. Yeah, that's test run right there. Yep. That's where you take everything for a shakedown. Shakedown. But we uh, so Badlands is typically like if I need to get away for a weekend, like that's where I'll run. You just run over there. You can do a day trip. You can leave here at six in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning. Get over there with the time change, and still, you can wheel till one two o'clock in the afternoon and be back over here. For dinner. For dinner time. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's just a you quick do a day solid, trip. solid day of wheeling and... Provided you don't break anything. Make it home. <laughs> or you just throw on trailer. Uh-oh. Oh, there's the rifle unit. I can't answer this while I'm doing this. Shit, you didn't put us on, like, send her to voicemail. Send her to voicemail. Yep. I did. I sent her to voicemail. I don't know how I'm going to do this. I feel like we shouldn't even edit her out of there because... Um, we're just going to leave it in there. We have to shame her for calling I gotta, You, got, you have her number in here? I should. You Should. Should. Uh, I don't have your passcode. Jeez. Oh, give the world the Sorry, pod, podcast world. The wife is trying to call me, and I'm over here not being able to answer the phone because we're recording with it. Nope. Don't. I will Facebook Messenger. No, that's fine. Just text her. I don't have her. Oh, you, I'll you put probably her know her Just give me to the texting areas, and I'll text her. I had to look up my wife's phone number the other day for my emergency right. contact. Do some, do some bantering while I... Hold on, uh, um, oh, I, I measured the wheelbase on the on the dime piece. It's a 131-inch wheelbase. Belly should be about at 24, 25 inches, I think. Uh, full flat belly skid, sitting on 18-inch travel shocks, about 10 inches of shaft showing. Uh, it's only 82 inches tall, so it's gonna be it's gonna be badass. It's gonna be low. Long, it's got um, oh, we didn't even talk about the fenders, it's got custom stretched front fenders. 
We didn't even talk about that. One of them sitting right here in the yeah, room with us. Got it right there. Yep. I hate Bobby working so much. It sucks. <laughs> Josh started the whole. He went full gung ho. I I love it. I hated it at the time. Love it now because I get a picture one day of my hood, my cow hood, brand new cow hood, perfect condition. Next thing you know, it's cut up. It's welded back together. It's got holes in it, and the shocks are sticking out of the hood. And now I wouldn't change it for the world. It looks so badass. Love it. But that's the part of pushing the envelope. It looks good. You push the envelope and cut your cow hood up. And next thing you know, you got stretched fenders on body drop dime piece buggy. That's it. I like it. Yep. Need to get it done. Need to get some seats mounted. That's the next step. Mount some seats. Work on the dash. Needs to make motor noises sometime soon, though. It's getting close. Need to let the LS ponies out of the park. Let the LS ponies out of the park? Let them run out the park. The neighbors have forgot what the LS sounds like. Bear with me, everybody. I'm trying to learn how to use an apple. Very (laughs) self-explanatory. Not when you... Not when you don't apple all day. Not when you don't apple all day. You got an apple. You need more apples. They always say to eat apples. Oh... We can just edit this portion. Yeah. To this, but well, I probably could. I can go back through it. Either way, uh, the, the shocks the through the hood look amazing on it, though. I was. Like, it makes me want to go to coilovers on the XJ just so I can put them to the hood. That's what they're going to do. Like, I, I want that flex. Well, that was the worst part because the 18 inch travel coilover or the air shocks up front, I bought those back when it was like stupid tall. So, like, measurement wise, it was like, nope, this is what I need. And you tell people you got like 18 inch travel shocks in the front of your truck. You're like, you, I mean, that you think you had two heads. So, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, like a third of the shock is sticking out of the top of the hood. So, yeah, it, it's badass. I love it. I think it looks amazing. Yep. I'm glad he cut the hood because I would have never done it. I want to do. I'd have never done it. I want to do like 16, 14s or 16s on the front of the XJ whenever I go to coil. Which is like what normal people do. Kind of stuff some eighteens in there, but as low time. as I'm sitting right now, I don't know how far, how far that's gonna sit through the hood. Dude, it looks. I mean, it's badass one. It is like I've, I've like my child, whole perspective <laughs> has changed because I'd have never I'd have never cut a damn hole in the roof of my in the hood. Hood. Yep. Not to mention he's sectioned and narrowed because the front end is yeah. narrowed. It just yep. But it looks good. It went downhill so fast, but such a good way. It's yes. gonna be killer. I can't so wait to see it out. Moving. It's going to be, I can't wait to see it just drive down the road. It seems as though the spousal unit is okay with everything. She's not. Everything is currently scope, cope aesthetic. She's right. not mad. That's the key. She's not happy mad. Happy wife, happy podcast. <laughs> is that right? Put that on a t shirt. Put it on a t shirt. Yep. I like it. Happy wife, happy podcast. Yep. I like it. So. But all cool. Do we go over all of the things? Yeah, we went all of the dollars. Now we're just all the all of the dollars. All of the oh, is that what this is? This is four dollars. This is this the is the dollar. expensive. This yeah. is how expensive this it's restaurant like when is. You rate it on Google. It's like a four and a half <laughs> out of four. You know, that's bad. Yes, it's so bad. But cool. what do you do? The worst cool. part right now is the like ten bucks here, twenty bucks there, fifty bucks here, ten bucks here. Oh, dude, that's twenty bucks here, fifty bucks here. Like, I got to spend a hundred dollars and. Yeah, one time, but I've spent thousands in like a month. It's horrible. I thought I had all the stuff for the for Loki. 
And like now that I'm working, I'm like I gotta go to Farm Fleet. I gotta like go get a nut. I gotta get a bolt. Yeah. Every time I go, Mike, twenty dollars. Mike has nothing at his shop, like hardware wise. So every time I go in there, I'm just like I'm grabbing a handful. I'm just yeah. like I got bags just sitting on the hood of that thing because I'm like I'm just buying extra hardware yep. every time I go in. Yep. Like you know, it's a couple bucks. And your bolt bin collection is bold. <laughs> it is a boy. It is a boy. Is it's it a, a bolt boy. boy? Yeah, it's a bolt yeah. boy. He's got room for bolt bin collection. We could do it. Yeah. So. You want to wrap this one up? Yeah, we could wrap this one up. Okay. Shut her down. So this is episode one. We thank you guys for tuning in and checking it out. We are going to wrap up this episode, and then uh, we're possibly going to record another one. Might be a bonus. Is that what you're Might saying? Might be a bonus. Are you saying there's going to be it a bonus? It could be a bonus. It's like a blue light special, a two for a one. Two for one. Kmart. Merry one. Christmas. Yep. Happy <laughs> holidays, you filthy you animal. filthy animal. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. All right, you podcasters, we're getting out of here. Uh, you guys stick around because there's likely going to be something else. We will catch you on the trail later. <laughs>